0: Love Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Star
1: And The Cannabis Kid.
2: Our show features news interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and and the world world
3: at large.
0: We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email THCTucson at gmail.com.
2: We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C,
1: along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find print products, accessories, and all
2: things related to medical cannabis education.
0: Visit Tumbleweed Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at TumbleweedHealthCenter.com. And remember,
2: be smart, be safe, and, and educate. educate.
3: How's everybody doing out there? can't even believe it, next week is almost August. Oh my! It is July
0: 27th and for the besties. How many days until Christmas? 151 days until Christmas? More importantly, way more importantly, what oh oh, okay. The sale goes on tomorrow at 10 a.m. for Stevie Nicks concert ticket and see you in Phoenix. Let's do this. All right. Welcome to Game Game Wednesday, everybody.
3: The show that
0: always crashes.
3: (laughs) <laughs> All right, welcome
0: folks. One day, one hour, 57 minutes, and zero seconds until Stevie Nicks. Kick go on sale. This is get excited, kids. yeah. Get some front row seats, kids. Front row. Yeah. All right, welcome to Weekday Wednesday. It is a beautiful day here in Tucson, Arizona. Our weather is at 81 and mostly cloudy. We've had some monsoons lately, which are good for flooding my yard. (laughs)
3: That's for sure.
0: Um, But, yeah, it's beautiful out here in in sunny Tucson. Um, Mostly cloudy, sunny Tucson. So that's the way it is. Um, Silver Sister should be coming back into town pretty soon here. (laughs) And then I don't know. Uh, I've got 8,000 cats in my house and she's allergic. Oh, no. did not do that. I
3: know.
0: All right. Let's give a shout out <clears throat> to Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down and see us. Tucson, Arizona, 85711. Put it in your GPS and come on down. Uh, we do certifications Monday through Friday, 10 to 6, PM and Saturdays, 10 to 3 PM.
1: So come down,
0: see one of our new doctors, and get certified today. There's so many benefits and so many reasons to get certified. Um, and I think we went over those last week. I'm pretty sure that we did. Um, we went over some really cool stuff last week, actually. Talked about terpenes and all sorts of stuff. And we went over our Halo infuse and instructions, infusions and instructions little uh, cannabis guides. These are fantastic. Um, and we were reading on briefly about terpenes. and look, I veered off already. And uh, they talked about a book called The Green Elephant, which I just went ahead and ordered. Online. It's the Healthcare Provider's Essential Guide to Understanding and Addressing Medical Cannabis and CBD. we oh, all CBD. Um, and you know, CBD is more of a catchphrase um, because it usually, um, usually it's not just CBD. Usually there's uh, most of the cannabinoids in there and a lot of terpenes in there. There's full spectrum, spec, spectrum. there's all sorts of spectrums of, of hemp and THC, 0.3% or less in the hemp products. That is the law. And uh, you can have all the CBD in there you want, um, but yeah. Anyway, there you go. Varying off subject once again. All right, we were in the middle of giving a shout out to some of these. If you want to get your medical cannabis card, it's a good idea. You can at least the biggest um, for for most folks. I'm really hip on the keen on the fact that we get some legal rights with our cards, but you're also saving twenty five. You're not spending 25% sales tax. That's the rec program. It's 25% sales tax. You're just paying the, the 8.7 or whatever it is here in Tucson, Arizona. You guys be nice over there. So if you want to come down to weeks we would love to see you and talk about what's going on with you and figure out if if hemp or cannabis is the right product for you. Um, if you go over to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com and check out the certification section, you can book your appointment right there. There's a book an appointment button. And then there's the conditions that qualify you. Uh, we're lucky in the state of Arizona, we are uh, approved for quite a few conditions here. I know not all of them, but the great thing also about the um, the list or how the program works is that, If you're being treated for something, um, and it's not on the list, that's okay. If the treatment is causing something that's on the list, then that's where we can get you certified. Um, So PTSD, uh, a lot of these, you have to have um, notes from your doctor for these severe conditions like PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS. Now chronic pain, that covers a gamut of everything from Oh, arthritis to fibromyalgia, migraines, IBS, um, Crohn's. Crohn's is on here, but um, let's see, what else? Uh, uh, RA, um, DDD, all the leg cramps and the leg pains and the back aches and the back pains and chronic pain from car accidents from years ago, all that stuff covered under there. Um, And then you have severe nausea and seizures. Um, all the seizures are covered, including epilepsy. Uh, and then we have HIV, Hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's, and that runs the gamut all the way through dementia. Um, and there's cachexia, waste or wasting syndrome, uh, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. It says you're eligible for a medical cannabis card if you suffer from a chronic or a debilitating disease or medical condition or just the treatment for a chronic uh, or debilitating disease or medical condition that causes any of the above conditions. So that covers.
4: Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card.
0: That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can also email thctucson at gmail.com. Uh, and then on our website at
3: com,
0: you can also, uh, at the bottom of the home page, and I think maybe a couple other pages, but I know at the bottom of the homepage, you can go in and um, you can fill out a form, and you can ask any question or, you know, put a comment in or whatever, and then you just put your name and email in there and it shoots it back to us, and then we answer it, and we get back to you, usually that day. Uh, It's pretty quick and painless, so check it out. Let's see. What else is up there? You can check out, so there's the home section about us, our our groovy uh, staff and our doctor section. Uh, we do telemedicine, so check that out if you're far, far away. Uh, we have education on our site. Um, we have uh, the basics of how to use cannabis and hemp CBD. We have a news section, which I just put up there. Um, oh, you can vote for us. Check that out. Vote for Tumbleweed Health Center, the best of Tucson, 2022. It goes until August 20th, so get on down there and vote for us. Um, I put something on uh, about the endocannabinoid system, understanding how cannabis works with the human body. So that's a nice little article. Maybe we'll read that today. It's a nice long article. Um, Uh-oh, you know what happens when uh, you get, you called in. I should have, should have taken that one. Dang it. Uh, I always threaten my friends that if they call in, uh, I'll put them on air. (laughs) chicken out. And that's even worse.
3: Next time. All right.
0: So there we go. So there's uh, some news and there's some great videos. Um, let's see. We've got uh, Dr. Lester Grinspoon, who was on our show. Um, we have a dementia and clinical cannabis uh, study. Uh, we have uh, Sugarama Smoke Pot. Oh, I love playing that. Maybe I just, you know what? Maybe we'll play that today because I just love listening to Robert. Uh, then we have Baking a Fool of Myself with Watermelon Girl, who was also on our show. Robert Platschman was on our show. Uh, Dr. Robert Melody, uh did the leaf, The Power of Juicing, which I also love. Uh, um, and then uh, Dr. Sanjay Gupta specials are on there, Weed 1, 2, 3, and 4. There's a cannabis history. There's Hemp for Victory. Now, I don't know if you all know about this one. Maybe we'll play that one, and then we'll head into our break, because that's not very long. That's a great one. And then we got a couple funny, uh, we got a John Oliver funny video and a an, uh, Saturday Night Live, put your weed in it, skip. So let's see if we can actually do this, if we can play Hemp for Victory and see uh, if it works. Oh, no, I think I should leave it right there. I don't even know what I'm doing right now because it all got messed up. Here. We'll find it on. um, Oh, there we go.
3: Gotta love the music.
5: Long ago, when these ancient Grecian temples were new, hemp was already old in the service of mankind. For thousands of years, even then, this plant had been grown for cordage and coarse cloth in China and elsewhere in the east. For centuries prior to about 1850, all the ships that sailed the western seas were rigged with hemp and rope and sails. For the sailor, no less than the hangman, hemp was indispensable. A 44-gun frigate, like our cherished old Ironsides, took over 60 tons of hemp for rigging, including
3: an anchor. Those days, hemp was a certain
5: crop in Kentucky, Missouri. Then came cheaper imported fibers for cordage, like jute, sisal, and Manila hemp, and the culture of hemp in America declined. But now, with Philippine and East Indian sources of hemp in the hands of the Japanese, and shipment of jute from India curtailed, American hemp must meet the needs of our army and navy as well as of our industry. In nineteen forty-two, patriotic farmers at the government's request planted thirty-six thousand acres of seed hemp, an increase of several thousand percent. The goal for nineteen forty-three is fifty thousand acres of seed hemp. In Kentucky, much of the seed hemp acreage is on river bottom land such as this, along the Kentucky River Gorge. Some of these fields are inaccessible except by boat. Thus planned afoot for a great expansion of the hemp industry. As a part of the war program, this film is designed to tell farmers how to handle this ancient crop, now little known outside Kentucky and Wisconsin. This is hemp seed. Be careful how you use it. For to grow hemp legally, you must have a federal registration and tax stamp. This is provided for in your contract. Ask your AAA committee man or your county agent about it. Don't forget. Hemp demands a rich, well-grained soil, such as is found here in the bluegrass region of Kentucky or in central Wisconsin. It must be loose and rich in organic matter. Poor soils won't do. Soil that will grow good corn will usually grow hemp. Hemp is not hard on the soil. In Kentucky, it has been grown for several years on the same ground, though this practice is not recommended. A dense and shady crop, hemp tends to choke out weeds. Here's the kind of thistle that couldn't stand the competition. Here is a dodo. Thus, hemp leaves the ground in good condition for the following crop. For fiber, hemp should be sown five ticks to the acre. Drill, the closer the rows, the better. These rows are spaced about four inches. This hemp has been broadcast. Either way, it should be sown thick enough to grow a slender stalk. Here's an ideal stand, the right height to be harvested easily, thick enough to grow slender stalks that are easy to cut and process. Stalks like these here on the left, they yield the most fiber and the best. Those on the right are too coarse and woody. For seed, hemp is planted in hills like corn, sometimes by hand. Hemp is a dioecious plant. The female flower is inconspicuous, but the male flower is easily spotted. In seed production, after the pollen has been shed, these male plants are cut out. These are the seeds on a female plant. Hemp for fiber is ready to harvest when the pollen is shedding and the leaves are falling. In Kentucky, hemp harvest comes in August. Here, the old standby has been the self-rake reaper, which has been used for a generation or more.
3: Hemp grows
5: so luxuriantly in Kentucky that harvesting is sometimes difficult,
2: which
3: may account
5: for the popularity of the self-rake with its lateral stroke. A modified rice binder has been used to some extent. This machine works well in average hemp. Recently, the improved hemp harvester, used for many years in Wisconsin, has been introduced in Kentucky. This machine spreads the hemp in a continuous swath. It is a far cry from this fast and efficient modern harvester to the Armstrong model of yore. But here's one kind of harvester, at least, that doesn't stall in the heaviest hemp. In Kentucky hand cutting is practiced in opening fields for the machines. In Kentucky hemp is shocked as soon as safe after cutting. It's spread out for retting later in the fall. In Wisconsin, hemp is harvested in September. Here, the hemp harvester with automatic spreader is standard equipment. Note how smoothly the rotating apron lays the swaths of territory to Here, it is a common and essential practice to leave headlands around hemp seeds. These strips may be planted to other crops, preferably small grains. Thus, the harvester has room to make its first ground without the territory handcuffs. Here, the machine is running over corn stubble. Hmm. When the cutter bar is much shorter than the hemp is tall, overlapping occurs. Not so good for rest. The standard cut is eight to nine feet. The length of time hemp is left on the ground to rest depends on the weather. The swath must be turned to get a uniform rest. When the woody core breaks away readily, like this, the hemp is about ready to take up and bind into bundles. well retted hemp is light like to dark gray. The fiber tends to pull away from the stalk. The presence of stalks in the bowstring stage indicates that retting is well underway. When hemp is short or tangled, or when the ground is too wet for machines, it is bound by hand. A wooden buck is used. The twine will do for time, but the hemp itself makes a good band. When conditions are favorable, the pickup bander is commonly used. The swab should last smooth and even, with stalks parallel. The picker won't work well in tangled hemp. After binding, hemp is shocked as soon as possible to stop further redding. In 1942, 14,000 acres of fiber hemp were harvested in the United States. The goal for 1943 is
3: 300,000
5: acres. Thus, hemp, cannabis, sativa, the old standby cordage fiber, is staging a strong comeback. This is Kentucky Hemp going into the dryer of a mill at Versailles. And the old days, breaking was done by hand, one of the hardest jobs known to man. Now the power breaker makes quick work of it.
3: I'm <laughs> sorry. of various
5: plans for time, winding armatures and opposing
3: Of the United States
5: Navy, every battleship requires 34,000 feet of rope and other craft accordingly. So, here in the Boston Navy Yard, where cables for frigates were made long ago, crews are now working night and day making cordage for the flute.
3: In the old days,
5: rope yarn was spun by hand. Today, even the rope walk is mechanized, 160 fathoms to go.
3: The rope yarn
5: feeds through holes in an iron plate. This is Manila Hemp from the Navy's Rapidly Dwindling Reserve. When that is gone, American Hemp will go on duty again. Hemp for mooring ships. Hemp for tow lines. Hemp for tackle and gear. Hemp for countless naval uses, both on ship and shore. Just as in the days when old Ironside sailed the seas victorious, with her hempen shrouds and hempen sails.
3: (laughs) ¶¶
5: The ancient Grecian temples were new. Anchor cable 25 inches in circumference. The ships that sail the western seas were rigged with hempen and rope and sails. And heavy duty tackle. Right duty fire hose. Thread for shoes for millions of American soldiers.
3: And parachute webbing
5: for our paratroopers. For the United States battleship.
1: It used to be frosty, my friends. Like, damn, that's a stone ass donkey. Rolling in hella hot, looking like a piece of time. Dominating all my friends as I eat some chili fries draped in the. Hello, hello, my main man, Obama. A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana. What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no. The DEA's will be like, ah, oh, they got volcanoes. I'm
3: gonna smoke some weed. Only it all dollars in my pocket. I'm a lookin for a pot shop.
5: This is fucking awesome. I'm gonna
1: Hey Obama, stop being a hypocrite. You used to smoke weed,
3: fool. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm a hunter, looking for a pot shop. This is fucking awesome. Let's end the war on drugs. It's time to pull the plug. These fish are nothing more than corporate us the the people have special i All right, welcome back to Weed Day.
0: doubled over the track doubled up on us we had no idea what was going on all of a sudden we're listening to all the facts again I was like wait a minute this, didn't we just hear this so thank you him for victory what I thought was 15 minutes the other one we love is your ground smoke pot I am not know if we can get through it but let's just try oh hold on wait a minute back up hold everything
4: you to start all the way
2: over. Here we go. Here's a question for you. Should Grandma smoke pot?
4: I was just
3: superficially
4: aware of it. I have no knowledge at all of it. I would say I'm interested in uh, medical marijuana. Okay. There's sort of a sea change going on in this nation, uh, and, and it has to do with marijuana. You know, at old age, they say that the time
2: you're 75, you have at least four times diseases to deal with. My son's taking 25,000 pills. He's five years old. Well, things have changed since I started using medical cannabis. still quite by accident. who spent 30 years in prison for marijuana, more than anyone in America. Many of you are familiar with my story from the movie Square Grouper, which was on Showtime. The things you're about to see will certainly surprise you and most likely shock many of you. For the past 70 years, you've been bombarded with lies, carefully crafted propaganda,
6: and more vicious,
2: more deadly is the menace of marijuana in order to sustain a multi-billion dollar drug war against the most valuable plant on the planet. A war that helped no one, but has destroyed millions of American lives. Our government
6: has created the perfect system for themselves. They create a cycle where they made this illegal. They then fund it with the privatization of prisons, the privatization of prisons and mandatory minimums, for sentences, came out about hand in hand. That's another billion-dollar industry. So the law enforcement have an incentive to keep these things illegal. The majority of arrests in this country for drugs are from marijuana, simple possession of marijuana. There's an arrest approximately every 37 seconds in this country for Canada, every 37 seconds.
2: My sentence was 64 years. There's no way to describe that. There's no way to to explain what that does to you.
6: We're more apt in this country to cut our teachers and our educational
2: system than our law enforcement system. For something that's been proven to not harm a single soul. President Jimmy Carter had made inferences that he wouldn't be opposed to legalizing it. At a House hearing today, the Carter administration favored easing the penalties they face for that use. We have
5: yet to find a serious medical consequence related to, marijuana just one more
2: question. But make, to my surprise, we have not found serious health consequences in approximately $20 million of research in the last five years. But the thing that we do know, though, is
6: that we will be saving the lives and careers of a lot of young people that would otherwise be destroyed by maintaining criminal penalties and putting people in jail for possession. People who use marijuana are not criminals. The real criminals are people who are opposing legislative and
4: social change. The people you need to talk to about medical marijuana is not the people who are already uh, predisposed to to smoke it, but to talk to the senior citizens and you launched the Silver Tour.
2: The Silver Tour isn't a lecture or a panel or a class. It's a show. And we go in and first they get to meet and hear a couple of doctors.
6: Used in respectable moderation Marijuana is absolutely not addictive. No more to
2: actually treat marijuana mm-hmm. and have done research for ten or twelve years. Then they get to meet patients, people like Irv Rosenfeld. It
6: worked for me; it saved my
2: life. Who's gotten medical marijuana from the federal government? I get it me once twenty-five days. The whole time I was in prison, wow. the federal government sent him three hundred joints a month to treat his tumors and still maintain, of course. It has no medical value.
4: It's been called by many names. Hemp, ganja, pot, weed, marijuana. But they all have the same uses. Most importantly, medicine.
2: Cannabis has been a medicine now for about 3,000 years. Uh, In the United States, it only hasn't been a medicine for the past 70 years.
4: Released in 1937 as Tell Your Children, this film implored parents to warn their children against devil we it was commissioned by the newly appointed head of the Federal Bureau of Narcotics, Harry Anslinger, an avowed racist.
2: Physicians in the United States knew the medicine as cannabis, and by using marijuana, he sort of did an end run around the medical community. <laughs> <laughs>
3: The film depicted
4: smokers committing absurd acts of violence.
2: You want to kill me?
4: Take it easy, kid. Fired after 62 (laughs) years, Amblinger retired in shame to well-deserved obscurity. You government men
6: have got to find some way to put an end to it.
2: But do you realize that marijuana is not like other forms of dope? You see, it grows wild in almost every state in the union. Marijuana is the oldest medicine known to man. It was found in ancient Egypt. It's been found in Jerusalem. It's mentioned in the Bible. And you're about to learn the history of this amazing plant.
4: Cannabis has existed as medicine for centuries.
5: Long ago, when these ancient Grecian temples were new, hemp was already old in the service of mankind. For thousands of years, even then, this plant had been grown for cordage and coarse cloth in China and elsewhere in the East. Betsy Ross made the first flag
3: from hemp.
4: Our Declaration of Independence was written on hemp. Until the Antlinger onslaught that outlawed hemp in 1937, American farmers grew and paid tax on it. For American doctors, it was the first choice to treat over 100 ailments.
2: It's been a medicine a whole lot longer than it hasn't been.
4: To halt the increasing use of hemp to make paper and protect his huge pulp forest holdings, William Randolph Hearst used his powerful newspaper empire to aid Anslinger in outlawing the devil weed. By the start of World War II, our government desperately needed hemp for the war effort. When the
5: woody core breaks away readily, like this, the hemp is about ready to take up and find into to punt. Urging our farmers to grow once again. Just as in the days when old Ironside sailed the seas victorious, with her hempen shrouds and hempen sails. Hemp
4: for victory. The government later denied that this film had ever been made. First
2: Public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse.
4: President Nixon declared the war on drugs. Despite his own commission's recommendation that marijuana was harmless, Nixon ignored their findings. They started
2: to tell us, well, we can't legalize marijuana because it destroys your brain cells. And, of course, then we found out that it actually stimulates the growth of brain cells. And people like Carl Sagan and Margaret Mead, and lots of others, have been proponents of marijuana. It wasn't hard to figure out that it didn't make people stupid. A recent Gallup survey showed that
5: more than half those polled favor removing criminal penalties for possessing small amounts of marijuana. A number of states is considering doing that, and 10 of them already have. Oregon was the first.
2: years since I did the first double-blind human experiments with marijuana, and when that work was published in 1968, I predicted that marijuana would be legalized within five years, and that was before we knew anything about the endocannabinoid system or the vast medical potential of marijuana. The traditional uses were known about an anti-nausea effect and uh, um, possibly an effect with asthma, glaucoma, uh, muscle spasticity, but really nothing about these tremendous potentials well, with cancer and uh, very serious diseases. And a very safe and effective medicine that's able to uniquely tap into our endocannabinoid system, which, interestingly and ironically, regulates everything in our body. Physiologically, our bodies and our cannabinoid receptors are set up to help us uh, manage uh, cancer, perhaps itself, but certainly the symptoms associated with cancer. So if the endocannabinoids work, then I would suggest that probably the plant cannabinoids may as well. The incidence of Alzheimer's in individuals who were smoking marijuana in the 1960s are not getting Alzheimer's today at the rate that they should be. They're sort of standing out. So if you were lucky enough to either be uh, arthritic uh, or someone who smoked marijuana and you were bathing your brain in anti-inflammatories, you were in uh, lucky groups of people who did not get Alzheimer's disease. There's certainly some evidence that it's helping some people treat their psychosis. Certainly epilepsy,
5: certainly anxiety, certainly uh, PTSD. Now, another disease which is an autoimmune disease is diabetes type 1. It most definitely suppresses the disease. The pharmaceutical industry is ripping us off. And I think that's a, a disgusting thing to do to the population. And, and I have no problem with signing off on uh, legalizing
6: marijuana. And I think it should be the option for a
2: doctor to give somebody something that can benefit them and not tear apart their body. Stay with me, because in the next segment, what you're going to learn could change your entire attitude about marijuana. Mm, I don't believe in drugs. <laughs>
6: and I've
2: also never been so from Please, sponsor more airings of this show by becoming a member of the Silver Tour. It only takes a handful of $50 memberships to air Grandma two more times. And that could pay for four more airings, and that could pay for eight more, and so on until Grandma reaches millions. With your support, we can air this show hundreds of times on regional and national television. I urge Join at the highest level you can afford. Join for as little as $25 and receive this
3: beautiful can, Silver Tour uh, gift. And my heart is Become a Silver Tour member uh, for $50. And I'll
4: send to you a public the You can join at the hundred I'm not sure level. I'll if his campaign is still going, but do. I know Robert would love a donation. Any
2: Black $1,000 platinum membership and sponsor as many as 10 regional airings of grandma. Your thanks well help grandma. all of the above gifts plus a signed copy of the gotcha. history of
4: Journal of the American Medical Association concludes, our findings suggest that occasional use of marijuana may not be associated with adverse consequences on pulmonary
2: function. There's two plants that people like to smoke. The first, of course, is tobacco. It causes cancer, COPD, emphysema. The other is cannabis. It's the oldest medicine known to me. It's a lung expander, and today it's used in the treatment of dozens of different conditions. Tobacco's legal. Marijuana's illegal. Does that make sense to you? Yep.
6: In nineteen seventy one, I discovered quite by accident that medical marijuana worked best for my bone disorder. I have bone tumors all throughout my body. I was born with it, diagnosed at age ten and told I may not outlive my teenage years had many dangerous operations and I was a little cons with narcotics from working, equators, value. And then quite by accident in college I discovered the benefits of medical cannabis. That it worked better as a muscle relaxant, anti inflammatory, and for my pain than any other medicine. But it was illegal. So I took on the federal government. In nineteen seventy two I started. In nineteen eighty two I won. It took me ten years. But I came became the second person in the United States that the federal government grows my marijuana and supplies me on a daily basis. They put 300 cigarettes to a cookie tin, they freeze-dry it, and that's how I get it. I'm in good shape. I have through bone disorder. I have over 200 bone tumors in my body. And if you look at me, I'm 59 years old. I don't look it, but I don't take any prescription drugs. I haven't since 1990. All I take is medical cannabis. That, my friends, is a fountain of youth. Can
1: you imagine your
6: kids having seizures every single day? Being in pain, 12 to 14 hours a day, climbing, screaming. My son tried 12 different medications from around the world, two different FDA approved, and they didn't work. They just caused no more problems. My son's taking 25,000 pills. He's five years old. Well, things have changed since I started using medical cannabis. I got him down to 22 pills a day, down to four right now. He's functioning better. I have documentation. I have video evidence of him changing as a human being. His eye contact getting better, I get emails from the teachers telling me how good he's doing when he looks in my eyes and I found give
4: me a kiss, he could give me a kiss now. Can you imagine your kid not giving you a kiss? <laughs> One night at three AM I woke up and I didn't make it to the washroom. I'm
6: blind and my own pardon expression, crap. <laughs> and I, I I can't stand this. This isn't me. If I had it done, it would have been over at that point. I saw this booklet that says multiple sclerosis, medical marijuana, took a puff for the first time in my life. And from that time on, I have felt as if I had something to help me keep control of a body that can go out of control. It's a whole new world. It gave me hope. And that's really what what
2: it's about. I'm sure I'm not alone. About a year ago, while I was on a book tour, I was on the West Coast and met a boy by the name of Joey Perez, a little 10-year-old boy. Joey is autistic, and as he got older, he got more violent. He was never able to communicate. He was 10 years old. He would beat his head against the wall. He had broken several bones, and he no longer had any desire to eat. And within about six weeks, he had lost half his body weight. He was down to about 47 pounds. His mom took him to every doctor that she could find, and they tried every treatment known. They told her there was nothing more they could do for Joey, and they told her to prepare herself because his organs were beginning to shut down and, and he wouldn't last much longer. She called Dr. Lester Grinspoon at Harvard And Lester told her, here's what I want you to do. Once every two days, give Joey a magic brownie. And she gave it to him. Now, I'm not a doctor. And you notice during this show, I've never actually taught medicine. But you don't have to be a doctor to appreciate what happens when you take pot. Well, the first thing that happens is you get the munchies. Joey got hungry and he ate. He not only ate, he enjoyed eating. Within six weeks, he had regained most of his body weight. What's the second thing that happened for a marijuana user? It's the greatest violence inhibitor in the world. There was no more violence, no more beating his head against the wall. Joey, for the first time in his life, began to communicate and use words. And he started to play with other children. But you know what? If you live in a state that does not have medical marijuana and Joey was your child, you'd have a terrible decision to make. Do you want to try it, maybe save his life, and possibly go to jail? You know, if you get caught, they're going to take him away from you. And that's a terrible decision if he's your child, your grandchild, your niece, your nephew, or your neighbor's child. And I certainly don't advocate anybody breaking the law. Help me change the law in my state, your state, in fact, in the United States. Go to our website. Up in the left-hand corner, put in your zip code. You'll get the name, address, phone number, and if it's available, email of your senator, representative, both federal and state. You'll find sample petitions, sample letters, But better than that, write your own letters And write it in your own handwriting. Because when they start getting those letters, they start paying attention. A lot of states right now have decriminalization or medical marijuana or even legalization on the ballot. And all you have to do is exercise your right to vote. I have an
3: obligation
4: to be much more supportive And I am willing to go talk to the people we vote for to express my opinion. I know that there's a subject whether or not to have
3: marijuana legalized, especially for medical reasons. And I have some really close friends and family who have had
6: cancer, And I know it's been really important to ease their pain and to help with them. So I'm really a big supporter of it. I would look forward to trying to try it. But I don't know
5: where in heaven's name.
2: a member of the Silver collectible you can show to all of your friends. I urge you, go to thesilverdoor.org and become a member right now or send a check or money order to the address on your screen. Together, we can end cannabis prohibition in yeah, less yeah. time than you can imagine.
3: That's
4: right. So you've been going around to different in your communities and talking directly to people. Um, I, I would guess that many of them aging beatniks or hippies and, and are familiar with pot. But are they familiar with the medical uh, purposes? Like? No.
2: Outside of the 18 now legal stage in Washington, D.C., oh, people know little or nothing about medical marijuana. They don't that's know awesome. that, that it was made illegal, <laughs> not because it was bad, but to stop them.
3: The plan. I think that's the one thing we want to say over and over. This is a plan. This is America,
4: a free country. We are locking up people
2: for the plant. A lot of other countries, uh, I think, maybe some different countries in the world grow industrial hemp. Uh, but we're the primary market for almost every country in the world.
3: The United States, we're the market.
2: And so, what an opportunity
6: we're giving away, we're throwing away, but not being a part of this industry. And
2: industrial hemp is one more commodity that can help me make the money on my farm.
4: Kent has over 25,000 users, including home insulation and superior strength car panels.
6: Prohibition creates crime and violence in our society that need not exist except for the fact that we have chosen, get this, we have chosen a policy of prohibition rather than a policy of regulation and control. And right now we're wasting all these resources and we're putting people whose only decision is to use an illegal drug, we're putting those people in jail. And that's just insane. And cannabis is a natural plant in its natural form that grows from the ground that has never caused anyone harm. Yet, that's the biggest reason why it's continued to be illegal.
4: In Israel, Dr. Raphael McCullum has devoted his life to unlocking the medical miracle just waiting to be discovered in the cannabis plant. THC is actually
6: very valuable in a a lot of diseases. It is used for... in in rheumatoid arthritis and many other inflammatory diseases. So uh, it can be used and it should be used. I'd like to
4: try it.
3: I would really like to. I have uh, many
6: medical
4: problems. I don't like the fact that you have to smoke it. If I could take it in a pill or some other way, chocolate candy. Foods made with hemp and cannabis are in high demand everywhere they're legally available.
2: Uh, If Americans ate more hemp, it would help correct the imbalance of essential fatty acids in their diet. I think we'd see a reduction of um, inflammatory diseases. I think this would be a benefit at lowering heart attack risk, cancer risk. I think it can also uh, do a lot for mental, emotional health because the omega-3s are really necessary for proper brain function. I saw my grandparents use it. I saw my great-grandparents use it. And it's
4: amazing. My
3: great-grandmother lived to be a hundred and ten. She used to use marijuana and tea, you know,
4: food. Mm-hmm. I'll spoon out a little bit of the can of butter, about about that much of the goes before it's been night. seem to help my seizures. I'm not using it to, to get any psychological effects off it. I'm just eating the butter raw with bread. I used to be on approximately 14 different prescriptions. I would still have epiphol
5: I never want to see compromise, the capacity
2: of people to use herbal marijuana, whether it's